good day, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening to us from. Welcome to back to the Morrisible Podcast. This is Mo, and today I have um, a story that I think it's something very um, worthwhile to share. And I don't even know how to begin the introduction, but let me just say that by the end of this conversation, I think it's going to establish just a lot, especially from a father's legacy and talking a lot about um, job development and some political landscape of Nigeria and also the importance of pursuit of intellectual um yeah, positive of intellectualism as a, as a way. So today on the podcast, I have a young man who whose father might be well known to some people or might not be well known to some other people. Um, his name is Ni Ogunyale, and he describes himself as someone who's an entrepreneur and someone who's very much interested in um, natural products. And we'll also explore just that aspect of his life and you know, growing up and just some of the lessons learned along the way. Uh, he's currently based in oil and um, is also a new generation herbal medicine manufacturer. And finally, he describes himself as an economist. Everyone, please join me in welcoming Mr. Ni Ogunyale to the podcast. Hi. Hello, Ni. Good evening, Premier. Good evening, everyone. Um, it's, it's my pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. Thanks for the, um, the honors of sharing your story. And shout out to my sister-in-law, Omotola Ogunsoya, for um, just making this happen. Because I met you earlier this month in Nigeria, actually, uh, when I came visiting. And we struck up a conversation. And I realized that, oh, I know about your family, at mm-hmm. least for a little bit of an extent. Maybe just let's get started by talking about, you know, your family, how you grew up and how many siblings you have and all that all kind right, of fancy stuff. All right. Um, thank you, Mo. Uh, first and foremost, my name is Ni, as you've, you've mentioned, Oluni Ogunyale. Um, my father's name is uh, Reverend Paul Oguni Ogunyale. Um, he, um, he's late now. And um, he, I have five siblings. Altogether, we are six. So um, my my father was a clergy in in Baptist church. Um, we were I I grew up in Oyo town, um, Manor Baptist church. So so it's it was fun and um, and cool cool. I would say cool. So um, I grew up making halves with my dad and. Um, at first, I wasn't that interested being the last born of the family, the last of the six. So, um, but as as time went by, I, I discovered that I have passion for for manufacturing, um, and uh, I have passion for herbs and seeing seeing people using the herbs and, and it works, giving testimony like like I tell my my uh, clients now as in um, every testimony they give it's it's an encouragement for us to to push the boundary of our medicine and um, and see how how we can go and what to have and seeing people get healed is is just it's how would i describe it um, more, more like divine like if if I'm not a clergy, at least I'm doing God's work by 
by by providing um, hearts for people to take and it's um, it's healing them. So so I grew up in um, that line. So most of the um, uh, symptoms, ailments, I I grew up knowing the the symptoms and, and all and. Um, I, I went to university to study economics in Adekrada University. So, so um, <laughs> but but I haven't practiced that in ten over ten years now. But um, bringing that knowledge of economics in into marketing of ads and um, also my, my passion for creativity, which is manufacturing, we've been able to to develop hubs into into something unique for our generation because we realize that that our uh, our generations they are not that inclined in taking bitter substance and most of the apps they are bitter so we we've we've tried as much as possible to couplet some as in some some are still in uh, in um, powder form but we we are we've made sure that those those ones are not are not quite bitter and we we tried to push the boundary of herbal medicine and um, and pharmacy. We brought it together to make sure that we we've created something beautiful. For instance, carpeting now it it takes um, a lot of a lot of um, efforts that goes into carpeting and uh, some chemicals to use. But we we we've made sure that the that the chemicals we are using they don't have ad- adverse effects. And we've tried to limit the number we use so, so that we don't compromise our, our herbs integrity. So, so basically that's what, what we do in our company, which is Pomatry International Limited, which is situated in, in uh, or your town. And um, distribution-wise, uh, we all know how Nigeria is, but uh, we've, we've been coping. We've been around for more than... The company has been around for um, like 10 years now, 10, 9 years. And um, the, the products as a whole has been in existence since over 30, 30, 40 years. As in, before I was born, my father has been practicing this. He has been giving herbs to people and people have been, have been using it. In fact, I get referrals now from, from way back 30 years ago. Some people will call call me up. They'll say, they'll wow. they'll say, oh, we've used your 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 herbs thirty years ago, and and we even thought you stopped doing it because Baba has has passed away. But but uh, yeah, That's so 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 it's been it's been fun. It's been um, uh, pushing the boundaries that nobody thought was possible uh, in Nigeria when you talked about herbs. As like 15 years ago, people thought it's it's all about black magic. Like um, uh, you do incantation, you do you do all sort of um, black black magic. But but now people are now starting to embrace herbal medicine because of because of the side effect of the orthodox medicine and all, which um, herbs too they do have, but it's limited compared to orthodox medicine. So that's just the summary of everything as a whole.
thank you for sharing that. There's so much to even unpack from that conversation. Um, so you're the last of six kids. Wow. <laughs> and growing up, you didn't have any interest in what your father was doing. But as you grew older, you realized that you had a passion for it. Now, can you let us know when um, um, Baba passed away? And just let's start with that. And I had a follow-up question from that. All right. Um, my father passed away to 2000 and. 2013. So, so we will do his um, 20, 28th um, anniversary this this year, uh, June June 6th to be precise. So, so he passed away uh, almost. Uh, let me say almost, his, yeah, almost, gonna... almost 20 years ago. Growing up with my father, <laughs> it's wow. it's it's um, it's fun, challenging, and and um, blessing. All together, everything in one, because my my father was a father to a whole lot of people, and um, he he was a role model to to a whole lot of people. So um, I grew up looking up to him because I was the sport one, as in the the last born of the family. So so I I I wanted to be like him. So hence what pushed me further into herbal medicine. So he. He's, he's a sweet guy, uh, as in he's he's a man, he's a man guy. Yeah, that's that's how I put him uh, because he can relate to all demography, um, as youth, as elderly people. Everybody just wants to sit around him to 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 share from his wealth of experience, from from his wealth of of wisdom. So. So it's it's fun and um, it wasn't easy being being a son to a clergy. You know, he has to he has to attend to to a whole lot mm. of people, the congregation, the 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 town people. Being that he was a respected person in his hometown too, so so he, a lot of people just want his attention. So as his children, we are we had to we had to like every little opportunity that we have, we we just want to. We just want to um, make it count. So, so it was a blessing. As in, uh, till yeah. till date, people still talk to me about my father, about stories that I didn't even know. Uh, it, um, it's, that's 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 how great of a person he is. Okay, I mean, being a clergy and then someone knew about herbs, and you talked about learning from your dad. Who did your dad learn from? Was it from his dad as well? And your connection with just you know naturopathy and you know herbal medicine was that a long line? Do you come from a long line of practitioners in your family? I'm just curious to know. Yes, uh, from the stories I've heard, because like I said, my my father was was a, was a, often a busy person uh, attending to people's needs, and also so I I didn't get to hear that story from him. But from my mom, yes, uh, my my family background we've um, we've always been been into herbs, and uh, the fact that my, my early stage of my father he, he traveled from from city to, from towns to town, uh, um, doing trades, doing doing a whole lot of things. So so along the line, with with the knowledge he had, he, he picked up he picked up some. Some knowledge about herbs and um, and um, life in general. And uh, you know, oh, I forgot to mention he studied in United States of America. Yeah, he had um, 
bachelor degree in psychology and mm. master's in uh, clinical psychology as well. So, so uh, being there, seeing oh, nice. doing clin- clinical psychology, and he and he saw how how orthodox medicine were just managing and all. So, so in fact, that's even the value. His principles is engraved in the value of our company, which is making the the products available to the least of the people at the cheapest price, which which we've been trying to do, but. But Nigeria as a whole is just it's um the market is dynamic. Even the local markets now, everything is two hundred percent increased. And uh, we, Inflation, yeah. we yeah. we source from, from this lo- local people. So it's um so he he was the the brain behind behind all these things and he wanted people to to have this this medicine because 70% of 70 to 80% of people in Nigeria they they live below below one dollar $1 per day. So 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 we had to we had to find a way to meet up with with their needs. Mm-hmm. So so he brought up that and um, uh, uh, like I said earlier, it's um, his family line and a couple of things he picked here and there. So yeah. so, so yeah. that's that's how we became. Um, family of herbal, uh, herbal medicine practitioner. What a, what a legacy. And you could even tell in just your story, um, the hard Baba had to make sure that these things were equitable. They were also accessible to everybody. Um, so I'm a pharmacist, as you know, and I recall one of the products that, you know, brought your father to Limelight was um, Nicholson, which, you know, um, works as a way in, for it helps, the mechanism of action is not quite understood, but it helps in crisis, like sickle cell crisis. And um, it was very affordable to patients. We'll talk about just, you know, in a bit, we'll talk about how that changed, you know, over time due to, you know, new acquisitions and all that. But I remember when I used to practice then, um, the it was something a lot of sickle cell patients, you know, swore by as far as they helping them. And even though the mechanism of action wasn't known, but there was in some studies, they've seen that it actually decreases frequency of severe pain in patients who took it um, versus those that were on placebo. So um, it definitely had a lot of um, utility to them. But let's just start with the history of, of Nicosan, right? Um, from my understanding of it, um, it, it's it's gone through a lot of. I think it's it was. Um, I don't even know. I need to even clarify. Is it Nicosan or Nipress? I knew it as Nicosan, but I I think it was exclusively marketed under another name. But um, it's a herbal mixture extract that is formulated from parts of four different indigenous plants. It also has some inorganic materials in it. Um, you growing up, you probably um, saw that a lot. So let's just start about the history of it. Was there any personal pain point for Baba in your family when it comes to sickle cell that he set out on his way to find something that was going to be helpful? Or what was the story, if you could, if you are liberty to share with us behind the discovery of Nikosan? I wouldn't refer to it as Nikosan because me me saying Nikosan, it's a uh, it's something that was taken from us, and uh, till till date, it's it's still it's still something of um, pain in mm. my family mm. because um, my family mm. don't even want to hear nitrate. When when mm. you say nitrate, everybody just gets um, 
agitated mm-hmm. and, and also so um we 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 started it as um tonic normal tonic none no one in my family as i can recall had sickle cell but but my father had been practicing it like i said far back more than more than 40 years more than 40 years now so it's been it's um we started with uh, just the powder the powder and um whiskey so um it's it's a funny story though i i can remember then um when when i was younger like like two three four, no sorry four five years years old um whenever we we, we had a patient like that it's um we we took it as an opportunity to to sip whiskey <laughs> it's it's uh, funny remembering it now because because what we do is we take some quantity of of the powder we pour it in a whiskey and we shake it we tell the the user to to wait for two days so so that um, it to enhance the nutrients uh, mm. before before so, they they start to mm. use it so along the line along the line we discovered that it's um um it's it's a risky risky thing to do because uh, it can get children addicted to alcohol and um alcohol oh, yeah, is not that, the, yeah, that good yeah, for, for the, children the carrier yeah yeah mm. mm-hmm. so so we 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 started using it with uh, mixing it with water we we just sell, sell the powder we tell we tell uh, our patient to use water but um, um okay in between that was when when professor one baby the first yes, the first yes, um, yes. then he was dr one baby the first um director general Sorry. of uh, nitrate so yeah. uh, yes he was a he was a in a baptist congregation as well so so my my father being, being a reverend in him in baptist got obsessed with him and uh, he, he introduced him himself his department and all um so so uh, they, they started talking and uh, my my father liked him and um he there was there was back and forth exchange of ideas and and everything with how to improve it so that was when we now started using water that we stopped using mm. alcohol alcohol so mm-hmm. um and, and uh, yeah and uh, daddy daddy was was so was so interested in making the the hubs available for everybody and uh, the the only way we could do that was to use government agency because they had they had the network they had the, the network and, and they had the, they had the expertise yeah. to do yeah yeah to do the, the the further research on it so 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 it was a win-win situation actually but my father didn't um didn't use the business sense he, he trusted the man and the man the man didn't um um i don't want to use backstab but uh, the man the man filled in as in that's mm-hmm. why why uh, what's what's supposed to be a mutual mutual business or mutual agreement not turned to conflict between the family and nightbreed so 
So it's uh, that that was the beginning of the story. Uh, when I read some articles that they refer to my father as um, as part of the researchers, it's it saddens me because <laughs> Nipreet had no idea about this thing. As in the 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 guy even had one plus one together. Now now somebody that genuinely had the the drug that has been using it for more than 40 years, all of a sudden you turn him to part of the researcher that developed Nicosan. Well, behind the doors, they, they, they acknowledge him as, as the owner, as the founder, but uh, in papers, it's just, it, it saddens me that uh, they refer to him as part of researchers that discovered Nicosan. Yeah. There are some professors, there are some, it's, it's not done. It's not done. So that was the beginning of of um, the Ogunyale and Reverend Ogunyale episode with with uh, Nipri that now that now turned to what, what they called uh, Nikosan. Before it was it was Nipri-san before they yes. changed it to Nikosan. I mean, so there's this article that I sent to you, and you're right, they did say he was involved in the development work of Nipresan through a staff position at Nightbreed. And there was also a publication that was um, published in 2001 that looked like that looked at the efficacy of um, Nipresan in the prophylactic management of patients with sickle cell disease. And your father was listed as one of the authors. Now, even in going back to whenever this MOU was signed. Um, if I recall from again from this article, which you know entails a lot, they talked about how your father reached an agreement with Dr. Charles Owen Baby, like you said, the first director of Nipreid. And this was necessary to broker trust and also gain some form of access to this vast pool of traditional medical knowledge. And the agreements, you know, um, was supposed to help with, you know setting up a template for um, commercialization of the products. And in exchange, also like you alluded to earlier on, Nipreet was to receive, you know, the information and provide just uh, uh, the network to standardize the product as well and make it even more accessible to people. But the, the how it ended really was that they took the royalties, 100% of the royalty goes to Nipreed officials, right? And they also collected the patent rights, named the product after themselves. So in going back now, maybe you've probably even answered this question. The MOU was, that was signed was actually, from what I recall, was was probably one of the of the first of its kind in, in that we can you know go back to and, and refer to. And I guess the lesson here is that lesson learned here is that maybe if we could go back in time is engaging with lawyers and making sure everything is clear because from there it was just downhill. And I imagine in addition to living a, a very painful point for your family, this also has a lot of implications for those that might even be sitting on a world of knowledge and not being able to trust those in power because this story is one that hasn't even been told extensively. 
And the people that have been given the platform to talk about it are the people who shouldn't be talking about it because they've co-opted the story and, you know, sold a single story, which is why I think it's very important to hear it from your own side of the story. And I know there'll be your truth, there'll be their truth, but somewhere in, the, in between, and it's been presented with all versions of the truth, we can decide, okay, where did the fault lie and what can we learn from this lesson? So I just want to say um, I'm really sorry to hear because it seems like even up until the point where your dad passed away, he, he didn't get all of the credit that he, he needed when it comes to this. But from your own perspective, what do you think all right. could have... You know, go back, let me come in. Sorry, go ahead. Sure. All right. Let me come all those, all those, All those stories that has been told, they are false. Reverend Ogunha, they never signed any MOU with Nightbreed. As in, he never um, did. Uh, growing up now, I like wow. he never did. He never did. Uh, wow. Growing up now, I I got interested in the in the case uh, because I wanted to con- continue with the with the legal le- legal action, like but um, it, yeah. it's already too late. We took them to court. We took them to court and we lost. As in, that one too has its its own it's on another side but Reverend Ufogunyale never signed any MOU with Nypreed till that is that is dying days they still brought the MOU for him to sign which Reverend Ufogunyale never agreed because it it was a slap to his face somebody that that invented something you you want to give him peanuts you want to give him peanuts so so anybody that that says there was MOU and Reverend Ogunale signed, I would actually like to say it because I've searched through the files, everything I know, my dad's documents. I've asked my brother that went with him to to Abuja, and, and my sister and my mom. I've asked everybody, and there was no MOU signed. That's the truth. Hmm. This is, I mean, because that article I sent to you, it clearly states here that um, in 1992, Nightbreed was brought to the attention of Nightbreed, right, by your father, um, Reverend Paul Ogunyale, and then that he signed a formal benefit sharing agreement with Nightbreed, which entitled him and his family to pursue royalties on Nightbreed in exchange for the recipe of Nightbreed and disclosure of all trade secrets. But here you are, his son, saying none of that existed, that there was no agreement, there was no beneficiary agreement signed. No. No, oh, wow. uh, there was no memorandum of understanding. And Nightbreed got grants, a lot of it. Yeah, has a, a lot of grants, yeah. A, a <laughs> lot of grants. They never shared ha- they never shared anything with Reverend Ogunyale. Uh, there was if if Nightbreed has any documents as to this effect, I, w- I would actually like to see it, but um, I, there is none. There is none. A lot of things happened, as in that, those. The story became so sad for to my dad because yeah. somebody you trusted, some um, it was, it was like a, a friend member, right? betraying you, yeah. somebody yeah. you've taken yeah. as a friend. Mm. Not mm. a church member, but but a member of the Baptist communion, as in Baptist oh, church, a member of Baptist mm. church, not not in our in our town, but 
but he introduced himself as a deacon. So my father trusted him and um, gave him. In fact, they even gave them more than more than the. Um, I'm not supposed to say this, but the, because I'm I'm very sure. I'm very sure somebody can know somebody can know somebody that will go to Nightbreed again to be digging everything out. My father gave them more than more than sickle cell remedy drugs. He, he, he gave them like three or four or four um, medicines like that. So so there was no he gave them out of trust, but uh, they, they they broke the trust. And our lawyer, uh, there was a lawyer that was brokering the whole. The whole thing. <laughs> At some point, he, he had to back out. To I think he got an appointment. Um, uh, oh, wow. Barrister, Barrister Yakubu. He had to. He dropped the file. Then, then the son that that we paid to to pursue the case, as in that that one went out because reading through the reading through the courts court hearing and the courts court um, judgments. It was sad, as in, how can a son may may make a mistake? As in, you are suing Nightbreed for something family family gave to them, you are suing them with um uh, daddy's foundation. So so they just threw the case out of the court like that. So so we lost we lost interest in in any legal further legal action and everything. So so um till let me see. I okay. Lately, we met um, we met um, the chairman of um, the Pharmaceutical Society of Nigeria, um, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Mr. Wale Ladibolu, which we got interested in this in this case too. And uh, he he went to Night Nightbreed himself to inquire what really happened. They, no nobody in Nightbreed will say. Reverend Ogunale signed MOU. Reverend Ogunale didn't sign MOU, which they confirmed to him too. They even said um, the 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 sharing formula that was given to us. They um, uh, they they even they even uh, reviewed it, which we have not still signed it. So so I think the problem now is they are so ashamed to to come to to the. To the Hogunyale family after the whole the whole court drama because it's like Yoruba had it that says um two two friends cannot cannot go to court Before, and still remain friends. I still remain friends, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so they can't come to us and definitely we too we are too proud to go to them. But according to um pharmacist Ladi Bolu, he said there was a review on the um, beneficiary, and um, nobody assigned it. N- none of Ogunyali representative has assigned it. And um, 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 they, they even said uh, Reverend Ogunyali was supposed to be given ha- an award, probably probably a CFR or something, which, which yeah. uh, Nipri didn't. Because for somebody, for somebody to have discovered something that you are boasting about, that person deserves highest award, which mm-hmm. we till date they haven't still even recognized them. So, so, so definitely no. Uh, anybody that has that has um, any MOU signed by Rev. Hobiale with concern to uh, Nikosan, I w- I would love to see it. But um, 
you know how Ni- Nigeria is. Um, a lot of lies fly there, here and there, and uh, in order to save their own face and to and to have another another product, which which even people people are dying with the knowledge of herbs. And a, a lot of a lot of discoveries that that could have uh, they could have made a lot of a lot of things, but even with this, nobody trusts. Nitrate anymore, and then Nicosan is there. Is there? Uh, how would I put it? Is at the top that of their spin. achievements. Yeah. What, yeah, what yeah. again can? Mm-hmm. They can't boast of any other any other pro- product apart from Nicosan, which which even uh, Zekem Zekem the license as in even even dukes them off it because. Because it wasn't as in, it wasn't transparent, it wasn't even genuine. So 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 that's the whole story about the, the MOU. Oh well, um this is actually quite sad though, even in hearing your story that so it was just him sharing all of what he knew about his herbs to his friend and that in turn just turned around. I mean I know um Professor One Baby he passed away last year. And uh, I mean, even even reading his eulogy by the Guardian newspaper, they credited him for the role, in, his role in the development of the first world accepted herbal cure for sickle cell anemia, Niprisan. And they said it was a groundbreaking research that earned him a lot of accolades. And he also held, held five U.S. patents. And I know one of them was from Nikosan. It was filed in 1997. 20 years later, in um, 2007, that patent expired. Now, let's just talk about the, the implication of just what this means. Whenever you guys were marketing the tonic, it was by about $4, you know, per month, roughly per month for um, people to have access to it, which was quite affordable. But once um, the Zenkem company took over, they increased that markup to about 520%. So it went from $4 per month to about $20 to $25 per month, rendering um, that tonic unaffordable to people that would need it. And there were also some issues with not being able to scale up to marketing, to be able to meet the needs of the masses. So as you can imagine, those that had access to it before that could help in crisis and management of sickle cell crisis, it's no longer. So what's the, from your side of the family, do you guys still manufacture a part of like a, a, a version of it and what has it i'm really focused on the patients right now because your drug did something for them and i know that firsthand because i've i know people who used it and i used to sell it as a pharmacist what's the implication for access for those who will need it the most okay thank you um with regards to nicosan i didn't know the price until until now that you are mentioning it um, um like I said, that is that is va- uh, morals or value was to make it available for everybody at a cheaper price, which we are still doing till day. We still pro- we are still producing it. We've never stopped producing it, um, and uh, we are we are still we are still trying to Im- improve on it. Like I said, we 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 now make it in sachets. In sachets, which is still even affordable to everyone, um, uh, a, a pack goes for 
6,000 Naira now. 6,000 Naira, we call it Pomaso. Um, you can check it on, on our website, uh, com. So it's, um, we still try to make it affordable. Even, even people that can't afford the 600 Naira one, we still make it in nylon sachet for mm. lesser pe- people to still come and buy it. So we, which is still, um, let me see, six thousand naira in black ma- black market dollar. That's that that's not even up it's to ten dollars. It's not. It's not ten dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's still affordable so for you guys. It's still very, 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 very affordable. We still have patients from US, from UK, from northern Nigeria, um, eastern Nigeria. They still we still ship to them. We we sell to them. And the the interesting thing about our product is is not just the tonic that we sell to sickle cell patients. We also have we also have um, some some other herbal remedies. For instance, sickle cell patients they they go through jaundice. They have jaundice. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of them are jaundic. Some of them mm-hmm. has um, 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 how would I put it? Spleen in yeah. their tummy. Metalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So we, we we have we still have about remedies for all those ones and we have our own pain painkiller too because we've realized that our patients now they come as in some that cannot take our our stop pain, our painkiller, we call it stop pain because it is mm-hmm. alcohol based. So some cannot take it. So the the result to taking diclofenac. Diclofenac has caused more harm. Than, than good on the kidneys he has some yeah it's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. stomach yeah. ulcer yeah so so and um a, a patient of ours passed away lately that mm. um it was i i was sad the day i i, I had i i go to her to her office she she works in the same office with her mom i never knew she was even her patient because i just give her the drugs and I walked back. So I didn't even know she was the one taking it until until she passed away. Uh, uh, our mom, our mom just posted a picture on her on her status. Oh, that no. She had passed so away. Mm. Thank you. Uh, it was so sad. And what 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 caused uh, it was that um, multiple organ multiple organ collapse. That was that that was what what caused her death from. Um, um, Apparently, she has been she has been using um it, was it diazepam or pentasocin? As in, so pain, so they yeah, had, yeah mm-hmm. they had to put her on um uh, withdrawal syndrome therapy, which which wasn't going well with her. So so apparently there was a day she was at home alone and she she started having crises and uh, they mm-hmm. thought it was it was a mild thing and um, getting home. They discovered that she couldn't walk again and everything. They, they took her to the hospital. She was getting better. Something just went wrong, wrong again, and um, mm. she didn't make it. So, mm. Mm. so as why we we really, I had a patient too. The mother called me at the middle of the night that that she she was convulsing. She was this as in the pain was too much, and she she's this um, spirituality too has a negative effect on treating some patients. They say uh, they are core Christians. They can't take our core. <laughs> it's, it's funny. And um, 
so uh, there was this patient, like I was saying, she, uh, her mom called me at the middle of the night that she was having a crucial pain and um, they took her to the hospital, they gave her pentazosin uh, and she, she's still feeling the pain and um, they told her to use her, her painkiller, she said it's um, a cold base, she, she can't take it. So, um, so our mother to get got fed up and she was like, see, if you want to die, die. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of all this. Uh, we are telling you to take something. You're, you're telling us you, you can't take it because your, your faith doesn't believe in it or, or anything. And, um, and she just walked away with that pain. That's, that patient walked back to her, to her mom and she was like, mom, I'm sorry. I, bring it let me take it to satisfy you she took that stopping within within five minutes somebody that has been in pain for for five days a whole week she just fell asleep Mm -hmm. she 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 went to sleep yeah so 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 the thing is these things people know it but it's it's just sad there were when when we were doing some some um, survey too, we called an old patient of ours. She said um, the the kid was responding to the tonic, as in the, the it was fine. And all of a sudden, due to the fact that they are not using her own painkiller, they are not using her own a- antibiotics. They were using orthodox antibiotics that. The, the patient eventually died, died of a liver failure or something. So, um, so um, orthodox medicine is just, I'm not saying they are not good, not all of them. I, I can't generalize them, but, but most of them, they cause more, more harm than, than yes, good. Than good. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, no, so go ahead. So, so, so the thing is, we we still sell the tonic, and it's still less than less than ten dollars, and we still ship our bread. Even even um, I don't know if you if if you've heard, but I think Nightbreed has commissioned probably me and Baker to start producing again. Which even what they are producing is is way expensive, way expensive, and the quantity is low. So so quantity so. Is low. The, the mm. quality is low. The quantity is low, because because all these people they are bent on they are bent on making profits. Profit out when, of it, yeah. Yeah, we we've stayed long in this business because we are not bent on on profits. Because let's face it, I'm not using G wagon, no, nor do I even have our house in uh, Lake or or anything. If if we were to go by by profits, as in I should be driving like G wagon by now, traveling around the world and 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 all. So so the thing is, I think I think the problem with um, Zekem um, uh, and Nipreed was that they wanted to make money off it, and it's not always about money. So mm. so that's why the the prices are like that. I mean, from even my conversation with you before this episode, um, so from what I know about, and even from my conversation, what I know about um, the tonic for um, 
sickle cell was the four ingredients that you had, but it was in such a way that you needed to combine it um, in a specific manner. There were the raw materials, but there were some other things as well. So for my conversation, it seems like the formula that I actually even have that Nipreet has is not like the full thing. Like you guys still have the genuine combination of it. Um, of course, you also want to be very careful so that way the trade secret is not given away. But if you're doing it by yourself now, do you, I imagine that since the goal of your family is to make sure that the right people have access to it and to make it very affordable, are there plans for you to expand? I see you have it on your website, but what? I, my question, I guess, is what are your marketing plans to make sure that people are getting it? Because people might still know about your family, but I imagine somebody in the north or somebody in the southeast of Nigeria might not know that you guys are still you know, selling this. Do you have any plans for expanding this? Are you planning to work with a trusted member of um, the community or maybe on a wider scale to make sure that access is given to those that might need it while trying to avoid the mistakes of the past? Yeah. All right. Thank you. And there are two questions I, I believe there, as in the first one. The, the first one is that um, the, the formula, however you put the formula, the the drugs, the the outcome, it will still work, but you have to be careful because too much of one ingredient or yeah. or two, when you when you don't mix it in the right proportion, it, it might be harmful to the body. That's that should be hard. That's why, like I told you the first time we met, there are lots of herbs or lots of tonic out there. There are replicas of this particular hub and uh, so far people are still people people testify to it that to that they also work so it's it's um the the way it is uh okay let me put it like this hubs has as different different properties as in however you put it even if you had another hub to it it might go a long way so, mm. so basically, this one now, if you remove a particular com- component of, of it, it might still work, but it might give you another another thing, but it will still work for for um, blood. For instance, uh, okay, let me let me just put, put it out there. So, so gone by color since since the, in the olden days was used as blood tonic. So mm-hmm. gone by color. So that's the major, major ingredient. But the thing is, we still needed to put other things in it to amplify the, the effects of the tonic in the blood. Mm. So, so basically, basically, whatever you put, um, I have patients too that, uh, that are like, oh, I don't have money to buy it today. <laughs> in fact, okay, let me tell you a funny story. Um, a patient of mine came. Um, I started seeing her patient, and and she said, um, um, whenever, whenever her granddaughter has crisis, she would she would put some um, tin tomatoes milk and tin tomatoes milk and maltina. That's your blood huh? tonic. <laughs> what tin tomato and maltina, please? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, to I. It works. So it works. It works. 
to have. But the oh, thing I mean, is, you know, oh, to have placebo effects, maybe. Yeah. You and I knows that that uh, it's it's high on overload for a sickle cell patient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the milk and then lycopenes and the tomatoes. Yeah. Exactly. So, mm. so, so the thing is, a whole lot of people has um. They, there's this there's this leave we call it um a way of but I I only know the Yoruba name because we, we deal with Yoruba Yoruba people here. So it will but yeah, people squeeze it to 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 make their tonic, and mm-hmm. he said it works. So like ugu and uh, malt, you know. Yeah, for, yeah, ugu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've also heard about that one. So, so the thing is, mm-hmm. imagine I even now remove a component of these of these. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, see. I see. Let's use yeah. Nicosan. Then you put that ugu there. It will still work. In fact, it mm-hmm. might give you, might give you another another. Um, how would I put it? Another thing. Indication. Yeah. 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 It might be useful thing. Something yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's that's one. But. We need to be careful because whatever we put might be harmful to the body because we don't know of the impl- implication. This is where where um, trials comes in. Sometimes I go as far as trying new herbs on myself. On myself, in fact, that's that's even what we do now. After every production, I have to I have to authenticate the taste. The taste and and the harshness to know whether whether it is what I want or not. Mm. Yes, because because that's the only way I can do it right now. I can't afford afford to to hire scientists that'll be doing that'll be doing all, all the chemical compositions for me. So that one for the first question. Now, what we are doing to 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 make sure that it's readily available for for everyone and for people to know about it. Lately, I've been I've been getting a lot of referrals, as in that's that's our that's basically uh, what we we are enjoying right now. It's just referral. They they see one of our clients using it. The the uh, the clients give them like like one one of five sachets and they use it as other. Like, oh, this thing works. So so basically, it's referrals that I've been getting now. But um, our with the level of technology, data marketing, and everything, I'm looking into data marketing to target our um, as in the youth because you need to target your your client base. So data marketing i want to do that then also i'm trying to partner with people with with genuine intentions we need to underline that genuine intention a lot of people people wants to make money but it's not always about money as what i do now is i um i hold patients that brings new people I, i ask them do you want to be part of our marketing chain, chain and um, whether to be selling for us so that it's like uh, our giving back to them, giving back to them because they've used this. They know they know how, how it works. It, it, it has worked for them. So it is only, um, how would I put it? It is only encouraging for us to use them as our, as our agents as well. 
So we are trying to partner with people, partner with organizations, and uh, uh, right now we're, we're we're taking baby steps because we can't. If we try to jump ahead of ourselves, we're going to lose a whole lot of things. We're going to miss a whole lot of things. So first of all, um, product standardization. We have we have to get that right because. Even hubs, hubs. I uh, when I started, it was when I started this um, manufacturing that these these hubs that I realized that um, hubs from north they are different from hubs from the south. They they, the they south, will possess wow. different nutrients. Mm. For instance, for instance, like we use we use um, 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 let me see uh, uh, Guinea. Uh, Guinea pie, pepperance. Yeah, yeah, pepperance is Guinea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the one we have is different from the one they harvest in north. In the north. That's interesting. <laughs> the one in the south is rich, so so it's it's peppery. The soil. And the well, one maybe in the, the south. Is, so, sorry. Maybe the nutrients in the, in the soil. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's yeah, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. The soil components mm-hmm. also dictate. The the, um, yeah, the the nutrients yeah. mm-hmm. of, of the fruits, so which we have to balance. Now imagine now we now have we we don't know where to get them and and everything like that. So so the thing is and there is there is um, backlog of orders, which means we have to get the ones that we see. So we need to we need to first standardize our product, which is getting telling our our suppliers which species we want mm. to produce so so all those things they are they are also part of the marketing because because we can't we can't afford to get it wrong any bad public any bad publicity is going to ruin yeah. the company as in we have we have goodwill to protect and we have we have um how would i put it the the legacy we are the one with the legacy, so we have everything to lose. Although there are some, there are some patients that um, that says our product doesn't work for them, which which is like one percent, one percent out of the. So what I tell them is probably you should try. It's not that we're bragging or anything, but if our mm-hmm. product doesn't work for for you, then then probably you should try something else. Mm, so, so with with marketing, we, we're trying to work with with people, as in trying to get place places, as in so that it will be. In fact, that will even make it affordable for people, for people, because once it's closer to, to your reach, you don't have to you don't have to pay for logistics again. You don't have to you don't have to. Um, how would I put it? You can just go to any store and just pick it up. We, I just we, get it we're, done. We're actually working up on. Okay. Okay. Thanks for um, that robust response, especially with your plan. And I, I do appreciate that despite what you have got, you've gone through, you still acknowledge the importance of working with people who have, you know, your best interests at heart. Because um, what you have is a great product. It has stood the test of time. And the ability to be able to make sure it's accessible to those who need it. And you even talking, walking us through that journey. I'm very, very thankful.
Now, finally, before we go, one of the biggest things we hear about, you know, like you, you, you also give a balanced conversation around conventional medicine and you know traditional medicine, and um, not that one is better than the others, but they can both have their good side and their bad side. I know in the um, the when it comes to talking about your tonic, the one of the things that I talked about was the I mean even just, not just a tonic, it's the lack of standardization when it comes to a lot of herbal preparations. We don't know what's inside. We don't even know what if, you know, is supposed to be used for this. But then one of the carriers, maybe the excipients might be something that might not be uh, compatible with my body. But I don't know what's, what's, what else is inside. Um, what are, from your organization, Palmetry, how are some of the ways you guys are working on improving standardization and quality control? Um, that's one question. And the final bit of that is what, what's, what does the next five, 10 years look like for your horizon? All right, let me let me start with um, orthodox medicines. They are not bad. Right, right now I'm on I'm on um, I'm on um, antibiotics. That is that is um, um, orthodox medicine. Uh, my my fancy. She's a doctor, medical doctor, practicing. So. So, so you you could imagine how how conflicting her interest could be, and uh, she's she's basically on my on my space every now and then. She's basically on my space every now and then. That um, go and take paracetamol, go and take this, go and take that. I'm like, I also practice about medicine. I think why why don't I take Take what what I produce. Okay, uh, a, a scenario like that happened couple of couple of years ago. Um, my my fiance's adopted father um, is a professor professor in pathology, and uh, he had he had constipation. As in, um, uh, <laughs> if he's watching this show, I'm in big trouble. So he had constipation. Uh, I, should and, say, uh, I should say it to him then. <laughs> no, but just you don't kidding, even know kidding. his name. So <laughs> you don't kidding. even know his name. So. <laughs> oh, do I? <laughs> so, <laughs> so he had he had constipation, and uh, he was he was suffering for for it for like a week or two. As in, do you know how do you know how painful how 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 um, uncomfortable that is? As in, to be suffering from constipation for. A week or two, so so you couldn't. You was you was in pain. So my 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 fancy just just called me and she was like, she was like me as in can I can I give him so so thing. Meanwhile, he's also skeptical about herbal products, the dose, the 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 dose, the um components and everything. He, he was so skeptical, about it, but at this point, he had no choice. He had to take it. So. So he took it. Thirty minutes down the line, or one hour, he went to the toilet and just wow. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that day, he became believer. As in the 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 following week that I got to see him, he, he you needed to see the way the way he came to greet me, like me, you are a good boy. Ah, ah. because of just that that was a professor, a professor that. Has no belief in herbs. It's like there's no, 
you can't quantify it you can't uh you can't defend the chemical components and everything so so it was so <laughs> but but you took it it's fine so um with standardization standardization of a thing like i said earlier every every production we do because we do it batch by batch every production we do i take sample and there is there's a level of of um there is taste smell taste and smell that that we use to to justify whether it's it's the way we want it to be mm. to be mm. and the balance as well because also we need to make sure of the balance because if there is no balance then they have the they'll they'll become harmful so we need to we need to make sure that every herbs we're using they are balanced so so there is that so we we take that seriously because because any wrong thing we do is going to is going to go a long way as in it's going to punish our image especially now that we are now into into uh capleting tablets yeah. we use we use chemicals as well we use um dicalcium dicalcium is good the only reason why we start, started using dicalcium was that dicalcium is very good for, for the bones and it's and it's also hacked as um bulk bulk agent for so, the tablets so we use it yes we use it and uh we we also use a uh, dextrose monohydrate so all those things that we are now inculcating with the herbs, not just sweetener, is uh, dextrose monohydrate. We don't just use it as sweetener, but but we also use it as um, um how would I put it as a filler, filler. Yeah, Some for the, of tablets, the herbs. But it also helps to mask a lot of the tastes, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Even even the moisture, it takes away the moisture. Content because dextrose monohydrate yeah, has yeah, has property yeah, yeah. to to absorb moisture from from uh, things. So so these things we really need to be careful. Yeah. Even yeah. yes, even where we get them, we make sure that we get them from genuine dealers. Sources. Dealers. So so that because because I don't know if you have if you heard about the story of one one bitter com- company that instead of using Using uh, ethanol, they 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 use the methanol, and uh, oh, yeah, their, yeah, yeah. Yeah. their their consumers started dying. Dying, yeah, yeah. So that was that that was because they 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 don't have uh, genuine suppliers, as in the 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 um how would I put it? They don't have suppliers that will give them good uh, GMP. GMP uh, uh, products. So, so the thing is, all these things we make sure that we are so careful with with our standards. We we are so careful about that. And the thing is, what what makes us stand stand out from from other local herbal company or herbal uh, street vendors is that we are careful about our dosage. Uh, that's that's what people are scared of. When you when you ask people now, they are like, "Oh, abs doesn't have quantity, as in there's no way you're going to quantify it." No, there there is actually a way you can quantify it. For instance, we treat diabetes. Our 
uh, diabetes drug, we know that if you if you take it more than you're supposed to, you you will mm-hmm. likely have um, yeah. hypoglycemia. Glycemia. Yeah. So so the thing is, we try as much as possible that take a little 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 steps is is better than taking a huge step that will land you into trouble because it could land them into coma. So we have that. And there are some apps as well that no matter the quantity you take, you you are going to excrete it either by urine or by by um going to the uh by poo. Yeah. 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 There are some apps like that too that Take, take, even take uh, a tablespoon twice a day or three times a day. If your system doesn't wash, wants it, it flushes it out. But there are some that we need to be careful that that might cause harm to the system. So you need to identify these apps. You need to identify these products. Like I said, any product we we put out there, I make sure that I first of all experiment on myself before before I put it out there. For instance, um, I'm actually working on the popular JD. So I stopped because I wasn't I wasn't impressed with the with the feedback that that I'm getting. Uh, what people don't know is that um um how would I put it? Uh, the JD they are buying out there is actually ample. I started the experiment and I stopped it because I realized that uh, they use Senna leave. Do you know about Senna leave? I know Senna, yeah, for constipation and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. they use Senna leave for 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 pile, <laughs> for mm-hmm. pile, which is which is silly if you ask me because uh, they said um, how would I put it? Uh, they said. Um, when you take sugar, it goes into your spine. So the center goes in to flush everything out and everything, wow. which is which is cock and boostery. So um, <laughs> the wh- when I experimented with, with myself, I realized that if you take center for too long, there there is a dependency risk. And it there's yeah, it, it, like risk. it rebounds. And even rebound, it stops working like the way it's supposed mm-hmm. to be working. Yeah. Yes. And also the the what what people don't know is that it causes ulcer as well because all mm-hmm. the lining the the muka they say comes with the with the with the pool is actually the lining in your intestinal wall. Yes, uh... So 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 by the time you you pull everything out, as in so your 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 intestine is naked hand. Then is when you, when you take something harmful, there is not nothing to protect your 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 so intestine. So so mm. exactly. So it has it ha- it also has outside effects too. So I stopped I stopped it. I stopped with the research because uh, it's uh, it's um, when I was doing it, I was becoming leaner and leaner and leaner because um. I was always going to the toilet. Every now and then, yeah, so, so for like extreme weight loss oh. and all that. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. I said, I'm pretty for extreme weight loss too, as and all that. Like, uh, is it like laxative to help with losing weight? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. But, but it's dangerous, it should be worth it. Is, it, is, it, is, I, it is, I could it have is. made money out, out of it, out even, of even I just realized now the thing is, um, um. 
our youths in Nigeria and, and even it's actually all around the world. They're actually looking for um, aphrodisiac. Uh, that's, that, that's a multi-billion, multi-billion dollar um, market in Nigeria right now. Aphrodisiac, a lot of people want it. So the thing is, I realized that in my quest to learn how to make it, I realized that they are putting Viagra. Oh, which no. Is, which is silly. Yes, they are. They are. A lot of people didn't know or doesn't know, but 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 me that I'm into the research and all, I I knew, and I couldn't continue with it because it's not it's not herbs. As in, when when you're beginning to add, to add um, uh, Viagra, just just tell them that you're selling Viagra instead of instead of masking it under under the camouflage that you are selling herbal about products mm. and it's harmless. Mm. So, so, so basically, that's that's how our our own standardization is different from from the regular roadside herbal seller, and we try as much as possible to 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 keep on elevating our standard. And a five to ten years plan, five to ten years plan now is that. Uh, we're still following Daddy's vision, making it available to everyone ha- around the world. And uh, right now, um, I'm about to partner with somebody in UK to, uh, to mm. be selling it because um, he he was a patient and he was using it. He he saw that it was working and he started giving his um, foreigner friends and um, it worked for them too and uh, they they liked it so. So right now, five to ten years plan is for pomatry to be known all around the world and okay. having it available in most of the stores. That's that's our plan. Okay. Well, I mean, this has oh, really and been also quite... at affordable price. Affordable, affordable price. Like that. That's also key. <laughs> okay. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for sharing more about your dad's legacy. And I, my prayer is that all that pain points will turn into a greater story. And I do think your father should be recognized for his hard work, even though it's um, going to come in a little bit too late since he's passed away. But you, his family, you're still carrying on his work in your community. So I hope that even through your palmetry and whatever ventures you go into, that you'll you know, keep making that impact. I thank you for your candor. I'm talking about things that are, you know, quite vulnerable and, you know, private. But I can definitely see the passion you have in making sure that people have access to affordable um, therapy. And last but not the least, um, your balanced message about, you know, traditional versus Western medicine and the importance of just knowing or putting in our budget, regardless of what the source is. And even speaking on the importance of standardization, because... For a lot of people that don't go into herbal medicine, this is a part that people don't like to acknowledge that we need to talk about, you know, sterilization. And you talking about the importance of that is definitely going to be changing a lot of narratives. So I want to say thank you so much for your time. Yeah, and, you're welcome. Thank and you. Thank you for having bring me you back. Of course, of course. Maybe bring you back next time and um, explore more areas. Well, I hope you have a lovely rest of your day and thank you on behalf of everyone on the podcast. 
Thank you. I'm always available. Uh, religious talks, as in uh, your your mom was talking to to me about religion the other time, and uh, you you can see how how passionate I, I am about religion. I'll bring, as well. I'll bring so, you back. I'll so, bring you um, back on for that one. Yeah, <laughs> I'll bring you. I'll bring you back yeah. for that one. That's a different kind of conversation. But quickly before you go, where can people find you on online? They want to you know reach out to you. Okay. Uh, Online, oh, we uh, we we haven't put put down our our um, um, we haven't put up our Facebook and our Twitter, but it will be up next month by God's grace. But uh, okay. they 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 can just go to the website formatry uh, formatry.com. The my 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 contact is there. You can reach me on WhatsApp, and um, and I I would definitely definitely attend to you because um our we we try as much as possible to be available for for our patients as in at when you need us we we attend to you even even at night i have i have patient that that calls me at night that uh, they, they they want clarification so i need to attend to them so formatry.com i'm there or if you want my phone number I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, it's fine. We can, we can put your, we can put your, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if anybody is, I'll, I'll give it to them if you, if they request, if they request it. But I'm also going to put your website on there so they can find a way to reach out to you always. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Really, I appreciate it. Of course. Of course. Thank you so much. And enjoy the rest <laughs> of your day. All right. You too. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, everyone, that was the episode with Ney um, I hope you really enjoyed it. If there are more topics you'd like for us to explore on the podcast, please let us know. In any event, this has been another production from the Mercible Podcast. I remain your host, Mercible. Catch you on another episode of the Mercible Podcast. Bye-bye.